tell myself to turn me up in the headphones. Nikki, turn me up in the headphones. <laughs> um, I need to make sure I get batteries because this new um, device that I record with uses batteries and um, the batteries are going very frequently. Um, I'm on two thirds of a full charge um, right now, but you know, thank you for tuning in. Welcome to the This Is 30 podcast. I'm your host, Jernique, and you already know that I'm here by myself. You know, if I don't have that little pre-talk <laughs> that I'm here by myself. So I tried to pre-talk with myself, you know, tell myself to do something. But um, welcome to the This Is 30 podcast. Happy Monday. Shout out to you on your way to work, coming home from work, you know, still in your bed, doing whatever it is you do. Um, yeah, shout out to you. Thank you for tuning in um to the this is 30 podcast you know it's still the greatest month um in the in the 12 month uh universe february um last week if you're in the tri-state area we got hit with such a horrible storm like oh my gosh there's still snow much snow like everywhere this like the type of snow that i feel like in march this snow is still going to be like on the ground somewhere they're like mountains and mountains of snow and allegedly, I'm not sure yet, but allegedly it snowed yesterday. So we'll see um, if it really did snow yesterday. <laughs> we'll see if it snowed yesterday. But how is everybody doing? I hope whatever you are doing, wherever you are, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're at peace. And I hope that you are um, basking in all of the glory of who you are, especially if you Blake because this is our month um and like Whitney and Bobby said it should be a whole year well we celebrate ourselves all year but you know let's get extra you know in the greatest month you know black history month it's also journey's birthday month whatever 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 um so yeah I'm turning 32 this year and oh my gosh that just sounds so old 30 this is 30 plus two um, if it sounds so old, I still ain't bored no children. I still, I still nobody, yo, 2020 goals was for somebody to shoot the club up and I'm here still sans pregnancy. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Um, but, um, hopefully, you know, I'm trying to, I like, so I'm, I believe in manifestation, but I also like, I don't know, manifestation sounds, uh, a little too Nirvana-ish for me sometimes. Um, so I'm trying to like get into the habit of of speaking things into my life. I like the phrase speaking things into my life more than manifestation. I don't know. I'm a weirdo. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm calling that, you know, I'm calling the nine-month energy <laughs> um onto my life. But before the nine-month energy, of course, I gotta give me a man. You know, um, I'm not doing anything for Valentine's Day yet. I don't know if somebody finna tell me, you know, they got plans for me, but we'll, we shall see. We shall see what happens um, next Monday. And y'all be hearing from me um, next Monday to see what happened. <laughs> I usually have my, you know, my designated friends who I can like hang out with um, on Valentine's Day. Well, me and my friends, we always kind of, purchase things for each other and just make each other feel special but I have my little date partner but I don't know I don't know if she finna be available this year 
Ah, I'm cracking up. Um, anyway, I'm not going to hold you guys for too long. This is going to be a pretty short episode. Um, I have a list of things that I want to talk about, but first and foremost, I just had to talk about Malcolm and Marie because last night I watched Malcolm and Marie and don't worry, I won't give away any spoilers. Um, but I really, really, really enjoyed the movie. It's, it has a very different concept to it. Um, it's not really like um, it doesn't have a lot of um, settings. The, the The whole movie takes place in one setting, which is their home. Um, and there's like different shots all over that home. Um, but it was I thought it was a very good movie. And it, that makes sense because I like dialogue. I'm a very big um, communicator. So I need to watch that movie at least, at least three times. Um, but the first go around was very enjoyable because I I really, really um, enjoy the conversation between the two. And without spoiling the movie, because it, you know, it just came out two, three days ago. Um, I will say that I think that it's a healthy um observation although the situation is presented in a toxic format I do think that it's a healthy observation for us to uh, men and women to look at ourselves and how we interact in the realms of relationships and how we deal with one another and um just like our sensors and um, not our sensors, but how we censor ourselves and relationships to make them work and how, you know, when you're fed up, all all of a sudden, all those sensors go away, et cetera, et cetera. And sometimes that's needed, but sometimes it's like it can be very painful. Um, and I also feel like it's a good um, it's a good showcase of especially women uh, and men. But typically I feel like um, an offense, a, a deep offense usually comes from a deeper place. I don't know if that, I feel like I just said something that was really regular, but okay. A, a simple offense sometimes that is like not understood usually comes from a deeper place. So like, you know, your wife coming home and the house is a mess and she's like bugging out and you like bro it's just two dishes in the sink but that might mean so much more to her than the two dishes and it it literally all of us I feel like in general there's usually a trail of emotions that lead to um how we respond to things. Um, I hope I make sense. But um, it was such a great movie. So I encourage everybody. I really, to be honest, do not encourage couples to watch this though. I don't feel like it's a movie that couples need to watch together because I feel like it's extremely heavy. And, you know, if there's any unresolved uh, tension that might be uh, gearing up or, or, or that exists, I feel like this movie might flare it up because I know that's the type of person I am like, yo, it don't it, it doesn't take much for me to be influenced, not influenced, but um, for me to have an aha moment and then I just act on it. It's like crazy. Like after some of my lives on IG, I done made phone calls like, yo, yo, this <laughs> this is this is rap. <laughs> this is a rap. Like, cause I really feel like sometimes conversations like 
they open us up like and really get our wheels turning. So I don't know if I had a significant other. I don't know if I would want to watch this with him because I think it's important for women to consume it as women and men to consume it as men. And I don't think it's I don't think it would be in the the best interest of the person watching to consume it as a unit. But that's my opinion. And I don't got no man. So <laughs> don't listen to me. Watch it with whoever you want to watch it with. Um, but yeah, it's a good movie. It's on Netflix. Zendaya and John David Washington. Um, they they had good chemistry. Um, very good chemistry. Um, okay. Um, because it's Black History Month, I want to talk about all things black, black, black. Um, I think that the black community, and it's funny because in celebrating the black community, I actually want to criticize the black community because I believe that criticism um, or feedback is one of the most authentic forms of love. You know, if somebody doesn't feel comfortable enough to tell you about yourself or tell you the truth about what they're feeling, then they don't love you. They don't love you. Um, so my critique of the current state of black people is that I think we are extremely hard on each other. And, um, it's just really, it's really hard, you know, to, to see black people be so mean, like, dang. And I know we talk so much about other people and I know, um, when other races or uh, when other races, you know, offend us or, you know, do some wild shit, we'll gang together. But we are literally the hardest people on each other. You know, we will tear every single person down. And most of this lens, I feel like is a social media lens because the, the perspective in which I'm speaking from is a social media lens because I just I feel like people cannot progress. People cannot move past their um, discrepancies without a black person bringing up their past, without a black person uh, bringing up their failures, without a black person saying you're not allowed to feel like that. And I just feel like that's some wild stuff like that's super wild. And I think that as a community and as black people, I just feel like we have to be more more constructive than critical if that makes sense. We need to be more constructive and less critical because you can tell somebody the truth in love. You can be honest with somebody in love. You don't have to be an asshole. You don't have to be mean, you know? And I think that many times we are mean. We are mean. And it's like, how dare we tell somebody else how to treat us if we can't even treat each other um, kindly and with love? Um yeah. And just let people live their lives. Like, I don't know. I don't frequent um, sites or, you know, I feel like blackness or black uh, culture runs everything. So I don't even know if there's like a shade room or a baller alert equivalent for white people on Instagram or even when it comes to I know we have like people magazine and all the tabloids or whatever um, but I don't know if there's a social media entity for like white people 
Um, and I just, I, if there is somebody tell me like, um, um, point me to the direction so I can just see if they behave in the same way we do. Um, because I feel like sometimes we do a bit much, but you know, when we love something, when we, when we're interested in something, we go very hard. So there's no complaints there, but I will say that, you know, when we dislike somebody or if somebody has done 1.2 things wrong in their past and they try to do a turnaround, we will not let them live. Um, and I think that's whack. I think that's whack sauce. Um, I don't y'all hear I have a little a southern twang on my voice today. That's just how I felt like talking. Deal with it. <laughs> That's just how I feel like talking today. Um, so y'all have y'all seen that meme where it's like um uh F something uh loving me. Can you deal with my British accent? And like when I tell y'all I felt that on so many levels, like not only my British accent, can you deal with all my accents? Because I switch my tone. I switch my, I, I wouldn't say I switch my voice, but like I can go through like 90 accents a day. Like, and I don't even feel like I'm doing it. It's just a part of my life. It's a part of my existence. So um, I felt that meme. But moving on, I wanted to talk about black businesses. Um, and I actually, I more so have a lot of questions. Um, I more so have a lot of questions than I do critiques when it comes to black businesses, because I want to always support black businesses. If I could get to the point where I could literally solely, um, get access to the things I need through black distributors and black companies, et cetera, et cetera. I would love to do that. It's, it's really hard when Walmart exists. Um, I'm telling you it's really hard, but I would like to know you guys' opinion on, uh, getting something at a reasonable rate or paying more, um, to support a you know, a black owned business. So for example, if I buy um, deodorant from Walmart at $2 a pop, and I know a black business that makes a really good deodorant, but their deodorant costs $5. And I have a rapport with the, with the, um, with the deodorant that I buy from, from Walmart. I know that it works. I know I'm finna smell good, et cetera, et cetera. How do you find that balance of wanting to, because I know there's a lot of people who say like, if my friend sells something, I don't care how much it costs, I'm buying it. That's cool. But we all have, um, rationales that, 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 um, that live in our minds. So it's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I want to pay $6 just to support a black business, uh, for a deodorant that I don't know even works as good as mine um, when I can just pay $2 for the one I like, for the one that works. Um, I honestly don't know. And for black businesses, I know that a lot of you, when you talk about your prices, um, a lot of people talk about um, production costs and how, you know, a, a big company can afford to um, produce at 
at uh, larger amounts for free. But when you are a solo dolo or a growing company, sometimes it does cost more um, to make your quality product and you have to charge more. Um, So I guess that's questions for both the consumer and the creator. I haven't found a balance, you know, Um, for me, I just feel like I, I buy what I like. I really don't care who produces it. But I also feel like in order for, you know, black people to um, I wouldn't say move further, but this unionized way of uh, this unionized uh, pacting we're trying to create, especially with all the things, you know, that's going on with police and just, you know, racial discrimination that that never ends. I feel like every time something significant happens, we always turn to let's stop using our black dollars. Let's stop. Let's stop giving corporate America our black dollars. So I need I need an I need a I dang. I don't even know what I'm saying. In, in knowing that the black people or black people are moving towards that direction, I'm always trying to think of different ways. Um, so it's like, even I know a lot of people say they bank black and it's like, dog, I don't, I really love Navy Federal Credit Union. Like, and I like, literally, I love them. They're the best bank I've ever had in my life. And I've had Bank of America. I've had Chase. Um, I've had accounts with those companies, but Navy Federal is literally a God sent to me company. If you got Navy Federal, you know what I'm talking about. They're a really great company. Um, So it's like, I don't know if I want to just bank black just because I have a really good bank that's working for me and I trust them and their track record is um, impeccable. So what do I do? You know, and I know at the end of the day, that is white privilege (laughs) because they have a head start, you know, they have a head start at everything. So it's like this black company is never going to get off the ground because people trust these other companies so much. So I guess I'm answering my own question. I feel like eventually, I feel like when you are, you know, supporting black businesses, sometimes you got to out, out, overpay in the beginning because if you overpay maybe you can assist a company in sustaining some type of um you know some type of constant to where the point to the point where they can decrease their prices and they can create on a faster and cheaper level so I mean yeah I guess you know as black people, if we do want to see that for ourselves, for our communities, for our shops, um, for our businesses, maybe we have to make the sacrifice of paying a little more upfront. Um, but make sure y'all customer service is on point because I don't play that. Period. I don't play that customer service stuff. I need somebody to speak to me kindly. I need somebody to respond to me promptly. I don't need um I don't need perfection, but I do need um, I do need customer service. I need quality customer service. Um, So, yeah, that's black businesses and black entities. And I, you know, I started off talking about Malcolm and Marie and I I wanted to talk about black love. Um, And this is just a recurring theme. Um, But I I see a lot of black love around me. A little. 
Um, but I, I don't feel like I see enough. Um, and I, I, I don't want that to be, I want more people to, um, live and let, uh, I'm sorry, not live, love and let love, like let love do its thing in your life. Um, don't be afraid, especially as black folks, black love is beautiful. Seriously. It's like the most beautiful thing in the world, literally, um, for so many reasons, but it's just, you know, it's, it's amazing. And I feel like you should really love and let love, like let love take the lead. Don't be afraid. Don't be, um, discouraged. Don't doubt. Just try it, try it out because it could be the best thing that ever happens to you. And, um, you know, the truth is the truth of what's happening in this uh, millennial generation is very funny. We laugh about it all day. So many of us can um, um, so many of us can connect with each other based on the nonsense we've dealt with and the funny shit that we deal with. But at the end of the day, we can't laugh at this shit forever. You know what I'm saying? And I know everybody or different people have different stages that they're going through. So if I could laugh at something in this stage, you know, then I'm gonna laugh at it. But we need to be moving beyond, you know, the stage of of toxicity. We need to be moving beyond the stage of toxicity and we need to be moving beyond the stage of consistently and constantly laughing at toxicity um, because and that's why I like Malcolm and Marie so much because um, my cousin actually commented and she's uh, she I just saw her post on IG and she said that movie was a no for her. It was too much toxicity and she doesn't want toxicity to be glorified. But in my mind, although their relationship was toxic, what was represented was not toxic. It was a conversation. It was a uh, a gut wrenching, deep, brutally honest conversation. And to me, that's much better than the toxicity that many people in this millennial generation are are uh, are experiencing because talking, communicating, having a logical and brutally honest conversation is the bare minimum that I think nobody is getting you know we could look at these memes we could laugh at all the stuff that we deal with but at the end of the day I feel like the biggest problem is that nobody is communicating effectively women aren't saying what they want explicitly I mean I know we're trying to now but everybody is worried about what the other person is going to feel everybody is worried about what the other person is going to feel. So it's like, I, I could speak for myself when I say, uh, when I was in a situationship, I never ever thought I would end up in a situationship. I like, I'm the last person on the planet that like ever thought that that would happen to me. I was just like, but I, I literally thought that there was going to be a uh, a flow and then a flow of events leading to a relationship. And then it's funny because when I noticed that that wasn't going to happen, 
what happened for me is because number one, I had never experienced that before. I told myself, all right, you know, wait it out. That was my first thought. I'm assuming wait it out like it could happen. Then my second thought was I ain't about to beg for nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm having a good time regardless of um, status. I'm having a good time and I'm not about to beg or or, you know, ask for a relationship. I'm not doing that. That was a huge problem. Um, I'm like, I'm not about to beg, but like it. It's simple. It was as simple as just stating what I wanted and it being maybe the response would have been explicitly like, nah. Um, And then I probably would have been out faster than I stayed. But because I was so prideful and I was so worried about how I would be received, I was like, nah, I'm cool. I could handle this. Like, I'm cool. I'm just having a good time. Like, um, I'm, you know, blah, blah, blah. So long story short, so I don't end up talking in circles. I want to see more black love and I want to see more black healthy love, you know, um, and good things because we inspire, you know, black love inspires the world, the nation, everybody looking at us, you know, black, 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 black on black on black on black on black on black. Let me try and think less, less. I, I interrupt this show for a public service announcement. Um, let me try and think of as many black hip hop references as I can. And I promise you, I don't have any phone next to me. Um, I'm not, well, I'm not Googling um, or anything. Okay. All right. Wale, Black Girl Magic. Um, dang. Uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce, Black Effect. Um, I'm good on any MLK Boulevard. I'm good. Um, Nas. Um, just when niggas about to see they cut global warming about to burn us up. Um, that song is called nigga, I believe. No, I'm sorry. It's called we're not alone. Um, and the word black is in there. Um, let me think. Um, black is beautiful. Black is bold. That's another Wale song, but I don't know what it's called. I think it. Oh, and then there's black. Black is gold. Black, but black, but black, black and gold. Black, but black, but black, black and gold. Black, 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 black and gold. Bottles of bottles of bottles, 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 bottles. <laughs> That's off that um, um, that mixtape, the the popular one. More about nothing. Um, I'm trying to think of more. There's so many more um that I should be thinking of um. Most Deaf, Black on Both Sides, the the wonderful, illustrious album. Um, I'm trying to think of more, um, but I can't. I can't. Why can't I? I can't think of any more. But yeah, Black is beautiful and Black is everything. And um, I think the last thing. I wanted to talk about was black luxury. Although I've talked about this before, um, I did want to talk about, you know, allowing our women and just like women and men, I guess, to just treat themselves and not shaming people for doing what they want to do with their money. As long as it's responsible, as long as they got it, like we can have access to luxury just as much as 
the next person. Um, and I think that we make we make things luxurious because we clearly excuse me, we clearly make the trends. Um, so like, yeah, just, you know, I don't know. I don't I, to be honest, let me tell you guys, I wrote down black luxury, but I don't remember the point I was trying to make. So I just tried to, you know, I just tried to finagle that. But I'm sure there was a more legit point that um, I wanted to make um, in terms of in terms of black luxury. I just don't remember. But yeah, um, thank you for listening to the This Is 30 podcast. I appreciate every single person who, you know, clicks open their phone and when they get that message or when they, you know, just doing whatever it is they doing, they um, they press the play button. I appreciate it. Um, don't forget to tell a friend 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 and they mama and they daddy and they cousin and they and they lover and everybody um, to listen to the This Is 30 podcast. I'm out. I'll see you next week. And next week is the day post valentine's day and the the week after that is the day post my birthday so y'all just get ready for the greatness because i'm giving gangsta girly vibes for my birthday stay tuned (laughs) have a great week guys peace